So I said, I think I'm attracted to my trauma. Wow. I'm sitting yeah. right here, my guy. What? I, okay. To be fair. To be fair, right? <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. It's actually one of the things, like, if we're honest, that almost broke us up. Okay. How so? Because. I think we, broke, we broke up, like, a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. We're done. Um, Podcast for another day. <laughs> but uh, I think that it, and this is more recently, mm-hmm. right? The problem was we both, we both got healed. Yeah. And we didn't know how to interact with each other because our traumas matched, right? Mm-hmm. I like to be needed. Yeah. You were needy. Yeah. And so the traumas worked. Yeah. And so, like, they fit. Yeah. Right? Then you went to therapy, and I went to therapy, and we talked. We started to get healed, and then we didn't really know how to interact with each other. Different people. Different people. And so, like, how do you stay together after that? Mm -hmm. But I still think that, like, I attract my trauma, right? The people that I find in relationship, I attract my trauma. What am I supposed to do with that? Right, like how do I navigate those spaces when I find myself like attracted really to myself? I think that for me, and this is this is probably gonna sound conceited, but like I love it because I speak that language. Mm. So I don't have to do a whole lot of guessing. I mean, of course, everybody's situation is different and unique to them, but a lot of the overarching themes are similar. Right. So for me, I'm like, oh, I'm about to shine. Like we out here. I understand what this means. I get this. I attract a lot of people who are like working with kids. The ones who are the most difficult don't give me any issues. Nobody else in the, in the building wants to deal with them. Right. Or, you know, even some of our church members, like there's a lot of similarity with me and the women that we serve. So, well, how do you make those relationships work? Right. Because like if you're attracted to your trauma, usually what end up what also ends up happening is that like that trauma shows up in not the so nice way. Mm -hmm. Right. It causes friction. So how do you decide really like what's yours, what's theirs? How do you make the how do you do the 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 barriers? Right. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you make make the relationship still work even in relationships where like. You know what I'm saying like y'all friends, right? Or- it really is. Um, for me, it has been it has been unique to the person, mm-hmm. and depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. So there were some instances where I had uh, friendships where I saw um, a lot of myself in them, but like the unhealed, still working it out version. And when I first started to recognize it some years ago, I put huge distance. In between us because it made me really uncomfortable. Mm. Um, In that moment, I didn't necessarily realize that I was looking at myself. I just knew that I didn't like what I was seeing. Mm. And then over time, as I'm spending more time in therapy, I'm realizing that I want to distance myself from it because it's a reflection of something that I'm trying to get away from within myself. So like, I don't want to be reminded of it. So I don't want to be around you. (laughs) So you was taking it out on those people yes. because you didn't want to deal with you. That part. And so then you get you get even more healing. And with healing, 
usually comes maturity. And so now, because I speak that language, somebody has to be able to translate for them. Mm. Because now I can speak, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, broken and healed. Because mm. I understand what that means. I understand where that came from. I understand why you're saying this thing this way or the struggle that you're having with even trusting me or opening up to me. Like, you'll tell me half of the story. Mm. Or you'll say something and like, we both know what you mean, but for some reason you're leaving out details or uh, yeah, any stuff. And so for that, that I understand what that means. There's, I want to trust you and I'm just going to give you a little bit to mm. see what you do with it. And then if I like the way that you respond, I'll tell you more walls. Wow. And so brick by brick, I'll start removing them so you can see more of me, but be clear. If you say something wrong, then Briggs is going right back up. <laughs> like that's a fact. This is this is a working project. Yeah, I um, like how to build houses because of that. I'm sure. Listen, and so for for me, I've just with healing and being a first lady, you have to learn patience. Uh, you cannot interact with people and hope that they figure it out. And the, the time frame that you think it should happen. Uh-huh. Because if I'm being honest with myself, it took me years to figure this out. And just because I haven't figured it out now, I can't, I'm not, a, I, it's unfair to try to speed up somebody else's timeline. Mm. So what you're saying is like you recognizing the trauma in you gives you empathy. Yes. Allows for some grace mm-hmm. to be present. Um, and I think that that's important if we're talking like relationships, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think at the at the at the bottom of this, right? Like, and um, it's really like honesty and truth. Yes, right? that that was the when you asked me like, how do you deal with it? I say honest. I would say honesty and and vulnerability because oftentimes I I am attracted to or women who are attracted to me are very very strong, very independent, mm-hmm. handle business, make it do what it do, but at the same time need some place to fall apart mm-hmm. and don't feel like they have that option because they're always responsible for putting everything else together. Mm. So I'm so busy putting all of this together. Where does Where's my space to fall apart? Which is why I'm not telling you everything because I don't know if I can trust you. Right. And usually what, you know what I'm saying, when you're talking about like women who are go-getters, mm-hmm. um, nobody starts out that way. Right. And so like it's because they recognize that like ain't nobody coming. Ain't nobody coming. I can't trust it. You know what I'm saying? I got to do it myself. And that's that's women and men, Mm -hmm. by the way. Right. Um, That like I got to do it on my own. And so like what comes with the being willing to work into the wee hours in the morning and get up and do it all over again. There's some trauma there. Yeah. Right. Where you don't value rest. You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, and so, like, you know, that's a yeah, podcast for the other day about the... Because you crept that in there, right? Because rest is holy, baby. Listen. Like, it is. Listen. It is holy. Um, if God needed to rest, so do you. That part. Uh, that's a whole other thing. Um, but I appreciate you breaking that down because, like, I think that um, I find myself in those situations pretty regularly mm-hmm. um, where the people who I'm attracted to or are, are, or are attracted to me... And the ones that I bump heads with the most, right, are people who reflect the trauma that I'm trying to get away from. 
And I think you articulated that beautifully. I appreciate it. I think um, so in those moments, I used to be frustrated because I'm like, why? Why is the same person? Every time I turn around, like, here's a new person got the same issues. But now I look at it as an opportunity to be thankful and empathetic. Mm. Because if I had not surrendered to the process of healing and knowing myself and doing the work, then God wouldn't trust me with those people. Mm. Because you have to, they have to be able to see what's possible on, on the other side. Mm-hmm. And not that I have it all together, but I fought like hell to heal from situations unapologetically. So when you're around me, we are not staying here. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I said, man, you done pulled it out your bag. Which bag we come out of? That's a, that was, that was all even, the Lord. Listen, I ain't going to even be a hater right now. Like I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let that live. I'm gonna let that live. So this was, so I said, and Charmaine just did. <laughs> um, and we out. Hey Amen. Don't skip this outro. I've worked too hard on this outro. I've literally recorded this like 300 times and I'm over it. You've listened to the, one of these episodes. You're definitely my friend right now because I put in a lot of work for this. Season two is about friendship. Share it with some of your friends. I don't care how you share it with them. Just share it with them. Okay. Because like, I'm really sick of recording this outro and people don't even listen to outros anymore, but you better be listening to this outro. And if you're listening to this outro at this point, you are probably my best friend and I appreciate you so much. So take it to that next level and subscribe on whatever podcast site you're listening to. And if you want to engage with more content, talk to me a little bit. We're so I said media on everything. Okay, enough. I'm done recording these outros because you're probably not even listening to it anyway. But if you are, thank you so much. Now go listen to the next episode.